This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here's our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. So this is Nebuchadnezzar. He's wondering what's going to happen. So God says, I'll respond. I'll give an answer. And the answer that God gave was a dream. It was a dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. It was a dream. God loved and loved to portray things as, as like unto. It's like unto. You're, the future is like unto. In, in Nebuchadnezzar's uh, dream, the future of the world, his future in particular, was like unto four animals. Four animals. In his dream, he saw, uh, not animals, four, four, some were animals. The first one's not an animal. The first was a statue. It was a statue of gold. And what happened was that, uh, was that uh, this statue represented the kingdom of, uh, uh, of the world, the, king, the world kingdoms. The first one was represented by the head. The head of the statue was gold. That was Babylon. And, 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 and then so forth and going down. Now, Daniel now has a dream. And in, these dream, in this dream, there are the four animals. That's what I wanted to say. There are four animals in this dream. And the first animal rises up out of the sea. It's a lion. It's a lion that has wings, but it also has the heart of a man. It has the feet of a man, and his feet are used to, to stand up. And he has feathers of his wings that are plucked off. First animals. Now, in uh, Nebuchadnezzar's dream, that was the head of gold. That's representing the head of gold. That's what it correlates to, Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar's dream, going down the statue, had arms that were silver. Arms that were silver. That represented the next world kingdom in history, which was the kingdom of the Medes and the Persians. The, Medes, the Persian Medes Empire. Daniel's dream, Daniel's dream is right along parallel with it. His next animal that he sees is a bear. A bear with three ribs in its mouth between its teeth with a commandment to destroy. That's the Persian Medes' arms of silver. And then Nebuchadnezzar's dream 
He saw sides of the statue which were brass, sides which were brass. That represents, represented the Greek empire. The empire of the Greeks made, made, brought together by one man, Alexander the Greek, Alexander the Great. And then, then that was the leopard. That corresponded to the leopard that had four wings on its back, four heads that Daniel saw in his dream. And last, in Nebuchadnezzar's dream, there were legs. There were legs. There were feet. They were made out of iron, made out of clay. That represented the most cruel world empire that the world has ever seen, the Roman Empire. That was the last animal that Daniel saw in his dream, the so-called terrible animal that had ten horns, iron teeth, it broke in pieces, it ground to the ground, it had three horns that were broken off, there was a little horn that came out of it with eyes like a man and a mouth that spoke, that was the Roman Empire. Perfect description of the history of the world rulers, rulers that ruled the world. Now, we're told that as soon as Daniel got up from his dream, that it says in verse 1, he wrote the dreams, and then he told the sum of the matters also. He wrote the dreams. He didn't want to rely on his memory to try to remember the dream. So immediately, as he gets up, he writes it all down. And then he goes and tells others. Before he tells others, he writes it down. It shows how God, it shows how important it is to God that there are, that the truth is written down. That's why we have a Bible. Because God said, write down the truth. This was the, the, this shows how wrong, how very wrong it is to rely on what some people call the oral law. That is to say that, as they say, that Moses spoke to some elders, told a lot more than is written in the book, and, and, and then over the millennia, the elders uh, bring it out from their memory and write it down, write it down, write it down in what's called the Talmud. And, 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 and then they say it's just as important as the word of God. No. God says in 2 Peter 1.21, 2 Peter 1.21, the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but, by, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. God spoke, they wrote, and they told. That's how it all worked. Well, what we see in Daniel's dream here is there was a terrible storm on the sea. Terrible storm. Wind blowing from all directions in verse 2. This is what he says, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the, upon the great sea. Now, you know, it reminds me of fishing. Fishing, you know, when you, when you have a fish on the line, and you're reeling, and you're reeling, and you're reeling, and you think, you know, it's never going to come up. And all of a sudden, someone yells, I see color. I see color. And then out of the water, this fish appears, and, and, and you can tell what kind of fish you got. And this, this is this great storm. And Daniel sees on the surface of the water, color. I see color from under the, the, under the sea. He sees color. And, and then out from the sea emerges this, this beast, like, like, like no one has ever seen before. Daniel's never seen before. It's a, it, 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 and he looks at the sea there with that, what is that stare? And he can't believe his eyes. It looks like a lion. It looks like a lion, but no, it's not a lion. The body looks like a lion, but it's got wings. It's got wings, great broad wings like an eagle. And then he sees, the, and he sees it come out of the, the sea, and then later he sees the, the wings are, the feathers of the wings are plucked off. 
And he, and he, and he sees this, 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 this beast lifted up and set down and sets down over the earth and it stands. And he looks closer and he closer and he looks at the feet and he says, those are man's feet on that beast as he's standing there. And, and, and he understands as he's looking at that, he says, oh, he says, those are the Chaldeans. Those are the cruel Chaldeans. I don't want you to be, think bad things about people who live in alcohol. But those are the Chaldeans. Those are the Babylonians. And, 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 and then there, there, there emerges a, 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 like a lion. That's what, what Babylon was. It was like a lion that, that, that just came out of a, a world in chaos and it swooped down uh, on one country after another and, 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 until like a lion, it, it had conquered the world. And, and, and uh, that was the key of the Babylonian contest, is that, con- conquest is that that country was able to move very quickly. That was the secret of Nebuchadnezzar's ability to conquer so much territory, is that his armies were known for moving very fast, and they surprised their enemies, who, and they took their enemies by surprise. And that's why this lion is depicted, depicted there as having uh, wings, wings to represent how fast it moved. And it's interesting that that um, that uh, that that, that uh, when the when uh, when there was an excavation in Iraq, which was part of Babylon, right? and when there was an excavation in Iraq between, uh, because they were going to build the road, this very important road, and there was two countries that were collaborating on building this road: the Germans and the British. And as they were de- moving the, the the dirt away to make this this road, they discovered something very important. It was the gate into the city of Babylon called the Ishtar Gate. And so the Germans and the British were there, and, they, and it was a great discovery. And so they said, well, you know, what are we going to do, flip a coin to see who gets this gate? And so they decided they would, they would, half of the gate would go to the British Museum. You can go there and see it. And the other half of the gate would go to the Pergamon Museum in Berlin. You can go there and see the other half. And then if you want to not travel so far, but you want to see what a representative of the gate looks like, you can go to the Museum of Creation and Earth History in Santee, you can see a replica of it. Not that this is a commercial or anything, but uh, what's so interesting about the Ishtar Gate, and you you, you see this museum, or if you go, anyway, what's so interesting is that what, what is so significant about it is that fire killed ceramics, which survived perfectly over the thousands of years till the British and Germans discovered it, Fire-kiln ceramics had one animal that they chose for all, all, all over the whole gate, and that animal was the lion. It was the lion. Because this is who Babylon is represented by, the lion. And this is what, Dan, this is what Daniel saw in his dream. Now, uh, Daniel knows that this great nation is the one that conquered Israel, the one that imprisoned the Jewish people with, their, with their, their, their eagle wings as they swoop down over Israel, over Jerusalem. But he sees the end, because this hasn't happened yet. He sees the end of the Babylonian uh, empire. Because, and he sees this, and God is communicating to this to him as he sees that the feathers are plucked off of the wings uh, that, 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 that are there, and that the heart of this lion has been replaced but with the heart of a man. Now the lion has a heart of a man, and the heart of man is, is as is described in Psalm 920, Psalm, uh, Psalm 9, verse 20. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. 
So this lion now has a heart of man. This lion knows itself. It's like a man. It knows itself not as a lion anymore. And the heart of man in this lion is afraid. And the heart of man in this lion is weak. And the heart of man in this lion is trembling. And it's feeling so faint. And it's lost its will to fight and defend itself. And he knows his end has come. And Daniel sees this. And he knows that Babylon is going to soon come to an end. And then as he's thinking about that, considering that another happens in verse 5, it says, And behold, another beast, a second, like to a bear, raised up itself on one side, has three ribs in his mouth between the teeth of it. And it's got a command. Arise, devour much flesh. So now you can really get, see again, as, as Daniel is just trying to, to, to think about this, he doesn't know a second beast is going to come out of the water. But again, the waters begin to stir, and he looks very violent. And he, he looks, and again, I see color. And out comes, this, emerges from the, the water there, there's bear. And, 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 he, and he sees the eyes of the bear coming out first out of the water. And then comes the nose, he sees the nose. And then comes out the mouth, and there's something very strange about the mouth of this bear. What is it? Ribs. Bloody ribs in his mouth, in his teeth. And he can see that. And then a voice, a clear voice is heard. And the voice comes, and it says to the bear, devour much flesh. Go over the earth. Kill, destroy. And, he, and, and, and this is, he doesn't know what this is, but this is the emergence of the, the Mede and Persian Empire. It was really like a bear coming, coming out of the, the waters. And, 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 and uh, this bear that came out of the waters was responsible for drying up the river Euphrates that went into the city of Babylon. And as the Medes and the Persian army then passes in that riverbed under the wall of Babylon, the 300-foot wall, the wall that was so wide that four chariots could sit on the top of it. They're in, they're, they're indestructible wall. As, they, as they, they, they went down, the Medes and the Persian army went down into the, the dry riverbed, and then as they climbed up the walls of the riverbed, the Euphrates River in the middle of Babylon, they were like a bear coming up out of the water. And they entered the city, and they had one command, kill, destroy, devour much flesh. And into the chambers of the king of Babylon, Belshazzar, they, they, they came, and they kill Belshazzar. Bel, that's the Belshazzar who the last words that he saw written was from God. Many, many, tekel, uparsen, many, many, numbered, numbered, Belshazzar, you have been weighed, weighed, numbered, numbered, and you weighed and divided. Your days are numbered. The days of your kingdom of Babylon are numbered. Teko, weighed. You've been weighed. You're lacking. You came up short. Uparsin divided. Your kingdom's going to be divided between the Medes and the Persians. And they enter the king's room there like a bear. They kill. They have one desire. They kill. And they, and they have three. And so they, the bear is seen with three bloody ribs locked in its, in its teeth. And, 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 uh, just as the, the bear is less strong than the lion, but, but the bear is not any less destructive. This bear does not sit, or this, not, this bear is not eating blackberries. This, this, bear, is, this bear is not, not, not feasting on honey. He's got three bloody ribs in his teeth. And the ribs are the remains of the three nations that it has devoured. And Daniel doesn't know this, but he's now seen the representation of the kingdom of the Medes and the Persians, that they're going to conquer city after city to build the Persian Empire, and that under King Cyrus, King Cyrus, this great king, this king that's so important, because this is the king, King Cyrus, the Persian, 
the king, who gives the order for the imprisoned Jewish people, return, go back to Israel, build your city, build Jerusalem, build your temple. And, and, and so Daniel is sitting there, he sees this bear, he's trying to figure out what all this means, and as he's doing that, again it says in verse 6 that, and this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon its back four wings of a fowl, the beast also had four heads, dominion was given to it. And so again, we can feel the rush that Daniel feels, he's trying to process the first two beasts, and then the, again, I see color and out comes this, 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 this leopard. He, 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 he can imagine that Daniel is feeling like I'm in overload zone. And, and, and another one, I, I can hardly take another emotion at this point, but he can't stop the dream. He can't get off. He's locked onto the dream like a person who's locked into the seat of a roller coaster and, it's, and it, it, for, he's about to go over another rush. And he sees this, this, this leopard and it's got four wings. It's breaking the surface of the water. Four wings, massive wings. Wings large enough and strong enough to lip a leopard out of the water, and he sees this leopard, and he sees that it has four heads, it's got power, it says it's got dominion, and he sees the leopard, and he, he, he thinks about the leopard, a leopard, a leopard can crouch down in the grass, unseen, very dangerous. He sees this, this leopard that can spring up from out of nowhere and seize its prey and go off in and, 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 and a proud run of dominance. You know, it reminds me of, this leopard reminds me of a time when, when a group of four of us, we, we, we were on a safari, and we, we went uh, with our guide. Our guide, was, his name was Bashiri, and we went deep, deep, deep into the, into the Serengeti Plain. Two days driving 50, 60 miles an hour down this dirt road, way down till we hit this lodge, way down deep in the Serengeti and in and, and, and our rooms where we stayed were, were on one side over here in a large courtyard and, and really felt like we were out in the middle of animals. There were baboons on the roof there. And in fact, one actually got into my room. And when I opened the door, I had a standoff with a baboon. And I tried to explain to the baboon, I paid for this room. I think there must be a mistake, but anyway. Uh, but, but, but so, 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 uh, so, and then, uh, so the rooms were on this side, and then there was this large courtyard that you had to walk across to get to the dining hall and, 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 and uh, in the evening there, the dusk. And so Bashiri told us, he says, look, I gotta explain to you, he says, we are in the middle of the Serengeti and you are being watched by animals. He said, you're being watched by animals. And so when you go across this courtyard, walks, walk deliberately, Walk slowly and don't make any noise. Don't run, don't make any noise. And he said, it's very important that you listen to me about this because he says, I, 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 I have to tell you what happened. He says, there was a time when a family from France came on safari with me. I told the family exactly the same thing. Walk slowly, walk deliberately, don't make any noise at dusk when you, when you go across the courtyard. But... He said they had a nine-year-old boy. And the nine-year-old boy was so excited to be out there with all the animals, and, and he just couldn't contain himself. And he ran, and he's squealing with laughter, and he's yelling. And, and then it happened. A leopard had been watching him and jumped out of nowhere and grabbed the boy, the nine-year-old boy. It was his prey. And the, and the leopard darted off into nowhere, with, 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 holding the, the nine-year-old boy by the throat. 
And so Bashiri and the father quickly jumped into their Land Rover and, 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 and drove all through the bush in pursuit, honking the horns, till the leopard finally dropped the boy, and they put the boy in, in, in the front seat of the, of, the, of the Land Rover there, and the boy bled out and died. And this is the beast that Daniel sees coming out of the water, a leopard. And this leopard is not restricted to just running on the ground. This leopard can take to the skies. It's got powerful wings. It can attack its prey from the, sky, from the skies, just like the lion had these wings. But, but, but this leopard has wings also. And again, this was the secret of the army of Alexander the Great. It moved very fast. It had this element of surprise. Its enemies didn't have a chance to group to defend itself. And, 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 and this is the great rule of the army. The army that gets there first, the army that is the fastest, is the army that wins. And so this leopard, is, it's also not restricted because it can have just the earth. It can now fly. It's also not restricted because it doesn't have just one head. It has four heads. It has four heads. There's no escape from this leopard. It has dominance on land. It has dominance from the skies. It sees with its four heads. And that's why the statement in verse 6 is dominance was given to it. This is the Greek empire. This is Alexander the Great with his generals who, 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 with, that, that, uh, with his, leading his fighting armies with his four generals. They, 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 they conquered the great conquests of Alexander the Great. And later, when Alexander the Great died, he died at a very young age, in his 30s, those four generals took over the empire of Alexander the Great. Those four generals, they, famous generals, Seleucus, who took the largest part of Asia, and, and, and Antigonus, who took Asia Minor, and Cassandra, who took Macedonia, and Ptolemus, who, who took Egypt, and Alexander the Great with his four generals were like a leopard, and those were the four heads. The four generals. Dominance was given to it. Alexander was, 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 he studied his prey. He was crafty. He was smart. He was cruel. He showed no mercy to his prey. And he had, and he, and he, and, and he had his, these four generals that, 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 that did it all for him. And, and, and the one general, one of, one of, the, one of them, uh, was famous because he took over the area of, of, uh, of Israel, where Israel is. Very cruel to the Jewish people. He forced, he's the only ruler of the Jews that forced the Jews to renounce uh, God. And he, and he forced the Jews to sacrifice pigs on the altar of the temple. And he spread pig blood all over the temple. And he sent an army of 22,000 men to Jerusalem with one, one command, murder all the men and take all the women and the children as slaves. And he dedicated the, 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 the temple in Jerusalem to Zeus, and he sent teachers of Greek mythology to teach the Jews to worship and honor the Greek gods. And in fact, he even built a small altar on top of the brazen altar for sacrifices to Zeus. And he, he, he was so cruel that he caused the Jewish people to revolt against him. And the rebellion was led by Judas Maccabees, who, who, who had concealed uh, knives in their robes and at the time of the sacrifice, the, the signal was given, and they all knifed the Greeks and drove them out of Israel. And that was the time when there was only enough oil that they found in the temple for the, the, the eternal light to last for just one day. It took, eight more, it took eight days to make new oil. And God kept that one oil burning and burning, and that became the, what's called in the New Testament, what we see the, the festival of light, or what we call today Hanukkah. 
Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher Tom Cantor here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org to sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestoration.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. That's P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. That's tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. For more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries.